What's good, people? This is Pastor G. And almost 10 years ago, I remember Harry Belafonte. Uh, he's an old school entertainer, civil rights icon. Many consider him to be a legend. Was asked a question, and the question he was asked is, is he happy with the way the minorities are portrayed in Hollywood? Mr. Belafonte responded by saying that he thought that modern artists and uh, power celebrities had turned their backs on social responsibility. Then he went on to say that this includes Jay-Z and Beyonce. And so, in effect, he literally called them out by name. Of course, Jay-Z was not happy about this. And so now we have a beef between a legend and hip-hop royalty. But this feud, you know, it highlighted a common occurrence. It, it highlighted something that happens more often than we would like to admit than it does. See, we talk about conflict and division a whole lot these days. You know, Republican versus Democrat, conservative versus liberal, white versus black, East Coast versus West Coast, wealthy versus poor, and the list really goes on. But one area I think that's glaring and we just don't pay enough attention to it is older generations versus younger generations. For as long as I can remember, there's been this thing between the generations. In fact, this thing has been around even since biblical times. So today we're going to look at First Timothy and talk about the old heads versus the new school. Coming up next on The Trifle Ones. So 1 Timothy chapter 5, verses 1 and 2. And it says, Do not rebuke an older man harshly, but exhort him as if he were your father. Treat younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, and younger women as sisters with absolute purity. Today, we're going to cover two points. And the first of those is there must be mindful restraint. There must be mindful restraint. Verse one says, do not rebuke an older man harshly. It doesn't just say do not rebuke. It says don't do it harshly. So what that means is that there may be times when we have to confront someone in another generation because, you know, the way that they've come at us probably wasn't the best. So he may not always be right. And there may be some points of disagreement, but the way we handle the situation may require restraint. Conflict is inevitable. Think about it. The differences in music and clothing and values and priorities and experiences. And so there's room for disagreement when it comes to philosophy and perspective and culture and all the other stuff. And you often hear they don't listen. They don't understand. And this is actually coming from both sides. Elders feel that way about young people and young people feel that way about elders. But the text tells us that in the midst of these issues, we are to treat elders like fathers and mothers. Then it says treat young people like brothers and sisters. So depending on the camp that you live in, just take a moment now to look at it from the other side. 
If you've got some time under your belt, if you've lived for a little bit of time, you've gone around the sun on a few rotations, then imagine what it must be like growing up in a society that provides constant information and exposure. Imagine the times when you lost your cool because it was a bad day or the times that you got drunk and acted a complete fool, but there were no cameras present. It wasn't uploaded to be viewed over and over and over again. So these situations might make for funny stories when you reminisce during reunions and everybody laughs about what happened and how you got drunk and and all the other stuff. But it didn't ruin your life because everyone saw it and judged you and wanted you to pay for it for the rest of your life. Also, elders, in most instances, keep in mind that you may just have done The same types of things that young people do today, but the penalties weren't as harsh back then. And you may have developed amnesia about how much you really did or you were involved in. Remember that 2022 is very different than 1992 or 82 or 72 or 62, etc. So they view life from a completely different perspective in 2022. Now for young people. Imagine that you live in an era when others went to the polls to vote, to select national or local leadership. But because of your color, you couldn't participate in the electoral process. Imagine being involved in efforts to gain the right to vote, but it caused beatings and being blasted with water from a water hose and being bitten by a dog. Imagine being threatened. And then finally receiving a voice, a say in the election outcomes, only to now have others who were younger, not even care about the sacrifices made for the life and the rights that exist today. Imagine not seeing others want to make sure that the rights aren't lost or rolled back. Those who are elders have gained valuable wisdom and experiences that can help younger people. But younger people have to understand that they aren't just old folks who are foolish and out of touch. By the same token, elders have to understand the strength, the resolve, the courage and the audacity that is exemplified by young people to bring about change and innovation. The rapper Common once said, no one can win the war individually. It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy. See, we can dismiss and disrespect others because we believe that they don't listen and don't understand. But there must be mutual restraint. We must acknowledge that we see things differently because our experiences have not been the same. So that first point is there must be mutual restraint. That second point is there must be mutual respect. The text says, treat him as if he were your father, not a bootleg father, not the absent father, not an out of touch father, but as a father with respect. It also says, treat her as if she is your mother. Young people treat elders like fathers and mothers. Then it says elders treat young people as younger brothers and sisters. There are often comparisons that take place between eras. Debates about the golden era of hip hop versus what exists now. 
or NBA or NFL players that compare the new school to how things were back in the day. And, you know, people say, yeah, they would have never survived, you know, playing back in the day. I even hear fraternity and sorority members who talk about the good old days versus this new generation. But more times than not, somebody is taking a swipe at someone else from another era. But let's be clear. One does not have control over when he or she enters into time. That duty is reserved for God and for God only. Let me say that again. One does not have control over when he or she enters into time, meaning when they're born. That duty is reserved for God and God only. Therefore, step back. And assess how you respond to those who are from another generation. Whether they're older or younger, they're worthy of respect. Whether they agree or disagree with you, there's a respectful way to express ourselves and our differences. Even when they don't understand the importance of respect. So they're out of pocket with how they come at us. Understand this. See, it's easy to be respectful to those who are respectful to you. But it takes work to tactfully let somebody know that they're tripping when based on their actions, you could easily return their disrespect. There's much that has to be accomplished, young people. There's much that has to be accomplished, elders. And so it's important that we pay attention to the fact that We're in our camps. We're not respectful. We're not listening and we're not attempting to understand. So today, find somebody who's older than you. Talk to them about what things were like and get a better understanding of what things were like. Today, find somebody who's younger than you and talk to them about the challenges that they face and deal with. In 2022, we have more in common than we have that's not. If we would simply understand that we must have mindful restraint, holding back when we disagree, and that we must have mutual respect, we'll be able to bridge the gap and we'll be bridge builders helping others that come behind us and we'll be traveling on a road that was built for us. Heavenly Father, we come before you now to say thank you, Lord. We ask that you would help us to be more unified as it relates to intergenerational issues and concerns. I'm asking right now that you would give us the ability to be harmonious as we learn from one another, as we learn about things that happened in the past, and as we learn how to navigate the challenges that take place today. We're asking right now, Heavenly Father, that we will put down all the insults and the animosity that we have towards one another, being squarely focused on how you would have us to respond to one another. That we would treat those who are older as fathers and mothers and that we would treat those who are younger as brothers and sisters. 
This helps us to remember that the 133rd Psalm tells us that where there is unity, that is where you command your blessing. And I do know that every last one of us wants a blessing. So we turn it over to you, guide our thoughts, our actions, and our speech, and take us all to a much better place. All these things we ask in your Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ's name, and all of the trifling ones said, Amen. Amen.